welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I am your host, Tony Fry. This is episode number 56. Happy Friday. If you're listening in real time, please give me a call, 925-494-1739, and leave me a voicemail about your favorite or least favorite Kinks or Beatles songs. Um, talk about some kind of personal connection you have to them, a funny story. Um, maybe your most embarrassing moment happened while Wild Honey Pie was playing over a loudspeaker or something, right? Give me a call and talk to me about it. Or you can email me kinksandbeats at herohabit.com. And as always, I would love a five-star review um, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Today we are talking about We Got Married, which was released June 5th, 1989 on the Flowers in the Dirt album. It's a Paul McCartney composition and release. I will admit, I don't know this song hardly at all. I um, My record collection, as far as McCartney goes, pretty much stops at Tug of War and then picks up again at Flaming Pie. So everything through the 80s and most of the 90s, um, I don't really have a lot of. I, I don't like the production style on a lot of the stuff. And frankly, it was... Um, not necessarily a high point in his career. There are moments, obviously. I mean, at the end of the day, he's still Paul McCartney. His last album, which I really, truly did not like, Egypt Station, had some moments that were really good. But overall, I'm just not a fan of this era. It's, I mean, it's the same for the Kinks. I don't um, go back to their 80s releases terribly often. And through this podcast, I'm gaining a new appreciation for a lot of this material, which is uh, an unintended benefit of me doing this. So I don't know this song very well. Um, this album is probably most famous because it was where he started collaborating with Elvis Costello. And Elvis Costello in this period was doing some really cool stuff. Uh, his his hit, Veronica, was co-written by McCartney. McCartney's big hit, um, My Brave Face, was co-written by Costello. So it was a fruitful collaboration. They both got hits out of it. Um, certain songs appear on each person's album. Uh, I think the bulk of the Costello stuff is on Spike, but I think it might be spread over two albums. I'm not remembering fully, but I know a lot of it is on Spike, which is a phenomenal album. So that's probably why this is uh, more well-known. It followed kind of a downturn in McCartney's commercial success. So it was a more conscious effort at mounting a comeback album. He was about to go on the biggest tour, um, his first world tour since Wings Over the World in the mid-70s. But I think to that date, it was the biggest tour he'd ever done. So he needed a hit album. And this one did well. It sold well. It had some hit singles off of it. Uh, It got some good reviews. And there are some moments on it I really like. Uh, The songs I do know on it, I kind of tend to lean towards the Costello collaborations. My Brave Face, You Want Her Too, is one of my favorite McCartney tunes of this era. But we're talking about We Got Married Today, which is um, track number five on the album. And uh, the track is produced by McCartney and David Foster. And he uh, used a few different producers on this album. He's producing some alone. He's got some outside producers. Uh, Elvis produces a couple with them. So he mixes it up throughout the album. Foster, and this was obviously not true at the time, but over the course of his career has produced 
acts as far ranging as McCartney, Andrea Bocelli, Mary J. Blige, Alice Cooper, Jennifer Lopez, Olivia Newton-John, Michael Jackson. The dude's got a list as long as your arm of huge selling singers, um, albums that he's produced, the mega hits, a ton of Grammy nominations, a ton of Grammy wins. The, the dude is uh, a very well-known producer in his own right. Um, and this song is very of its time. It's very slick. It's very polished. Uh, the production sounds, it's a, it's a great sounding tune, but it is very of its time. So if you don't like that late eighties, uh, commercial sound, this probably isn't going to be a song for you. Incidentally, if you haven't heard this song, you can follow our Spotify playlist, which is available on the podcast page at herohabit.com and um and listen to this tune on spotify we post all the songs on monday so you can get a head start and listen to the entire week's worth of podcast songs ahead of time so where this song falls flat there's a couple places that it falls flat for me and i've listened to it a few times now preparing for this podcast um first off mccartney's in a great voice he sounds good on this album he starts off in kind of this raspy um, whisper sing that he does from time to time, which is kind of hit or miss. Sometimes I really like when he does it. Sometimes I don't. I really like when he does it here. It compliments. He's got these acoustic strumming guitars underneath him. Um, it almost sounds like an early McCartney song, like off the McCartney album or like a white album demo or something. But then that goes away pretty quick once the instrumentation comes in and all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's right. This is 1989. But as is often the case, we have some lazy McCartney lyrics. Going fast, coming soon, we made love in the afternoon, found a flat, after that we got married. All right, that's not too bad. Um, working hard for the dream, scoring goals for the other team. Times were bad, we were glad we got married. That line sticks out to me. I hate that line. Times were bad, we were glad. You were glad that the times were bad? I mean, I mean, I know what he's trying to say. The times were bad, but they weren't. They were in a good space, even though whatever was going on around them was not in a good place. But that's not what you wrote, Paul. You said times were bad. We were glad. We got married. Like the way you open up your hearts to each other when you find a meeting of the minds, just as well love was all we were we ever wanted. It was all we ever had. Further on in the game, waiting up till the children came, place your bets, no regrets, we got married. All right, so the song clocks in at five minutes, or like 4.58 or something like that. So almost five minutes. The last verse ends at 2.35. Who we are and what we're living for just because love was all we ever wanted. It was all we ever had. That's the uh, the end of the verse. That's at 2.35. That means that there is still two and a half minutes of song left. And you think, must be an epic jam. No, it's not. But here's the kicker. David Gilmore of Pink Floyd fame is playing the guitar on this. And if you hear this um, track, if you're listening to this for the first time, and when that electric guitar kicks in, your immediate thought isn't, wow, that sounds just like David Gilmore. You 
are not listening to enough David Gilmour. It is, I don't know how he does it, but he's just playing power chords and is still instantly recognizable as David Gilmour. One of my probably top five guitar players. I love Gilmour's work. I have tried to imitate it a thousand times at, you know, gigs and stuff. Um, not that I ever do, but I've tried. I love David Gilmour and this track, he is instantly recognizable as David Gilmour. And the track as on a whole has kind of a Pink Floyd feel. It's very ethereal. That's um, There's a lot of space, a lot of air in this track, which is usually cool. Um, but for the last two and a half minutes, not a lot's going on. And they're maintaining this open, airy um, groove, vibe, whatever you want to call it, through this last two and a half minute instrumental break. But it doesn't go anywhere. Gilmore is just playing chords. And he's got some little lead fills here and there, but it's not a lead guitar line. He's not taking a solo here. He's just, it's almost as if he thought there were going to be words sung over that section. He was kind of filling in where the words would naturally break. So it keeps going. It keeps going. We do have um, some kind of background vocal. It's not real forward in the mix and it, and it repeats a few times the way that like in a big band, when you're repeating a solo section um, and this is a jazz thing, big band jazz, when you're repeating a solo section and underneath the solo, there's like these background horn lines that sometimes they play, sometimes they don't. That's how I'm treating this little refrain. Um, there's this phrase, it's not just a loving machine. It doesn't work out if you don't work at it. And that comes and goes throughout these last two and a half minutes. So that's the only vocal. But like I said, it's not a lead vocal. So I don't count that. Um, to me, it's functioning as an instrumental part, not as a vocal part, if that makes any sense. So two and a half minutes. Then we get this trumpet. And the trumpet is doing a very simple, a lot of long tones. Not a, It's not doing um, super melodic moving lines. It's not doing a lot of scale stuff. It's not doing a, a, you know, a jazz trumpet solo or whatever. It's just kind of floating around in this airy groove that they've got going. This is what I don't understand. That's David Gilmore's job. Why'd they give it to the trumpet player? You've got one of the greatest guitar players of rock and roll sitting in the studio. And then you give a trumpet player the solo and he plays it the way David Gilmore would. This song kind of feels like a, like a wish you were here kind of thing where he would be doing the exact same thing. The trumpet player is doing, you know, with these long tones and, and nothing flashy letting the letting the solo breathe and all that but with the like the soaring guitar tones and all that kind of stuff. So I think it was a waste of David Gilmore. And McCartney is not he's he's worked with Gilmore a few times in his uh career. And he usually utilizes him the way you would want David Gilmore utilized. I would really rather have heard a screaming Gilmore guitar solo for two and a half minutes than this slow build to nowhere that we have here. Also, it's not just a loving machine. It doesn't work out if you don't work at it is, is a dumb line. And part of what makes the collaboration with Elvis Costello so cool is that McCartney kind of upped his game lyrically with that. 
it was like he had John in the studio again um, to bounce ideas off of or to just say that's a garbage lyric, you know, fix it. You know, maybe maybe Elvis, had he worked on this song with him, Times Were Bad, We Were Glad, would have had a different um, lyric. I mean, it's a lot of moon and June rhyming. That said, it's not a horrible song. Uh, I'm not going to visit it often. It's of the songs I know from Flowers in the Dirt. It's not my favorite, but it is not a horrible song. And uh, if you are in the mood for the mood that it's setting, you've got a five-minute track here that's got a lot of good stuff in it. Like I said, the musicianship is solid. The production is solid. Paul's voice is solid. Um, the melody of the song isn't isn't bad. I just think it could it could have been a little bit more. And if I was producing the album, we'd have a phenomenal David Gilmore solo on this one. So that's that. We got married from Flowers in the Dirt. Like I said, go to Hero Habit to follow the to find the uh, Spotify playlist. You can search for Hero Habit on Spotify and I'm sure it will come up. But uh, if you can't find it there, go to the website and do it. On Monday, we are back to the kinks with Jukebox Music. And then we've got a New Year's Eve special with George Harrison. And then New Year's Day, we're finally getting to it. Waterloo Sunset, arguably one of the kinks' greatest songs. And um, as of this recording, nobody's called me yet. I really want to hear what you think about Waterloo Sunset. So leave me a voicemail, 925-494-1739, so that I can play it with that podcast. That's going to be a good one because I happen to love that song. All right. Thanks for listening. Remember to swing by iTunes and give me a five-star rating and review and um, share this with your friends. Post it all over the Facebooks and the Twitters and the all that stuff. You can follow me at Hero Habit on all the social media. All right. I will talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.